Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am so excited about this episode today and my guest. I think you're really going to gain some interesting perspective from somebody who has truly been crushing her goals. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my guest today. After leaving a successful corporate career in Switzerland at a Fortune 500 at Fortune 500 companies like UBS and AccuDenture, Dovilla started building her own online empire and today she has co-founded not one, not two, but three successful online companies including an affiliate marketing site working with the biggest brands in the industry an SEO agency, and a membership platform for entrepreneur moms in Lithuania. After the past several years, she's built a personal brand for herself from zero and supported hundreds of female entrepreneurs seeking to shift their lives and build online income sources. Her signature method combines personal development, success mindset, innovative marketing, and business strategies to help clients achieve results. She's a world traveler currently escaping cold European winters to being in Bali with her two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and she's passionate about helping more women reach true financial time and lifestyle freedom. I am so excited to have you on the show today. I know that so many things that you've done will apply to our listeners, and I can't wait to dive in. Thank you, Sarah, for this nice introduction. And um, hello, everyone that's listening. I'm excited to be here, excited to share my story and inspire at least one of you to crush your goals. Yeah. I love it. You know, so many of our listeners are sitting in their cubes. They want to do something different, or they might be sitting at home now post COVID, but they're not really enjoying what they're doing and they want to live a completely different life. And it seems that you have done that. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you end up where you're out in Bali now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were just chatting that it's morning in Bali. And, um, Five years ago, I think I was in my corporate career. I was in Switzerland. I uh, had a successful job. I, you know, the usual, I studied, then I thought um, I went to good university. I graduated and I got into corporate. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, that's all what I wanted. That's my dream. But for some reasons, I was sitting there, uh, not in a cubicle, it was more like open space, but still. And I was thinking, is that it? Is my life supposed to be like this? Then I would speak to my colleagues and none of them actually seemed entirely happy mm. being in banking, being in consulting. And um, I was uh, lucky <laughs> probably because my husband was in uh, entrepreneurship. He was in uh, startups. So I would see him living a completely different lifestyle. And I would always come home tired after work. 
and just living that Monday to Friday. And, you know, you kind of Mm -hmm. shut off your computer on Friday, but still you have all these deadlines coming up, all the big projects. And um, you just feel like you're just living on an autopilot. And I would feel a little bit jealous of my husband uh, having more freedom, being in in more entrepreneurial environment. Mm -hmm. So we would talk, but I always thought that I'm not an entrepreneur. That's how I grew up. I thought Mm -hmm. I would never do it. I will be happy just working for somebody else. And I didn't even consider that as an option for me. But, you know, after... um, after years and years, I actually wanted to quit initially after four years in corporate, but I didn't have the guts. probably, mm-hmm. you know, I was like thinking what that could be. I didn't know. So I just changed the job. Uh, I went from one uh, company to another, but it still, it didn't change uh, the fact that I didn't really enjoy working in an office or being probably in you know, a financial sector. And um then, yeah, long story short, uh, one day we made a decision with my husband to, for both of us to actually, you know, to quit the jobs that we had and start something new. And Ooh, wow, uh, that's a bold move. Yeah, we didn't actually know what it's going to be. So that was a bit um, frightening because we thought, okay, uh, let's just start something. We were listening at Gary V a lot at that point. So that was five years ago. And he would always say, just do something and document. So that's how we started. We said, okay, let's maybe try to find uh, how we can work online. And we, we started doing that. And one thing led to another. We packed our bags. We went to Bali first for the first time for six months because we thought, first of all, we need uh, to save on costs. Oh. Living in Switzerland is pretty expensive. <laughs> so, I imagine, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get, you know, income coming in. So similar as in US, right? So we said, okay, we need to somehow save the cost, go to a nice place, an entrepreneurial place. We heard of Bali. We've been there for um, holiday. We knew there were a couple of towns that were more entrepreneurial with co-working spaces, with a lot of events happening, with a lot of digital nomads living there. So. That's what we started. Oh my gosh, I love it. And I mean, who would think that Bali would be less expensive? But I mean, you always hear about it and it sounds like such a luxury, but it sounds like it was a perfect place for you to move to, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I always say that Bali has everything. You can live very luxurious in a super nice villa go to the best restaurants, the best experiences and really spend maybe even more money than in Western world. But yeah. you can also live on a budget and we were living on a really strict budget back then. So that's possible as well. Oh, I love it. So how, how have things changed though since you moved from the corporate environment to working for yourself? How did you develop that rhythm to be successful and now found three businesses? Mm-hmm. So I guess the first thing that I normally say it's and what I'm still working on, and I see a lot of people, entrepreneurs still working on that escaped corporate, that we still are stuck a little bit to that corporate mindset where we feel like, oh, I have to work, you know, as it's nine to five or actually maybe even more because you're running your own business and you never give yourself time to rest. 
So this is something as that I'm still working on very hard to implement because that's the main reason, like the freedom, right? Time freedom that why I chose this path. So it's okay if I'm in the middle of the day, I need to go to a kindergarten, pick up my daughter, or maybe I just want to take a break and go for a massage. That's fine. But it's still something that is quite difficult to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I had that. I had that experience too. I felt guilty. Like I went to get my nails done during the day one time. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel so guilty." It's like, why? I'm the boss. Like, who cares? Exactly. We should we should embrace that we have this opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's even I don't know. Maybe it's even cheaper going on a weekday rather than going on a weekend it's easier to find a spot that's really good for you you know whereas on weekend or maybe evenings you want to do something else um yeah so but it's something we have to keep reminding ourselves so for me in the beginning i am i just said okay i'm gonna explore everything i'm gonna do and of course i was working really really hard and i'm still working hard yet the past couple of months i had a few changes i exited two businesses so i'm giving myself some freedom and time to explore maybe new opportunities Mm, i love it and so how did you decide what you guys were going to do when you said you didn't know what you were going to do but you took the leap of faith yeah so i've always been into healthy lifestyle, personal development. So first we we thought we will do a vlog. We'll just document. Yeah, we'll just document our journey. So we looked into trying to find different ways to earn money online. And, uh, but the first thing was really blogging and that we blogged maybe for three, three weeks. That was it. Yeah. But uh, in the beginning we said, okay, we need an angle. angle. So we thought, let's let's maybe do challenges so basically we started doing challenges ourselves like no sugar challenge three weeks no sugar and that kind of led to us developing a platform a place where people would come and uh, they would do challenges together with us and uh, we we started with having a bunch of different challenges from weight loss to meditation to reading a book 20 minutes a day but we started noticing that a lot of people would find us online because we did pretty well in marketing and we did pretty well in search engine optimization so people would come to us for intermittent fasting and uh, but the funny fact here and it's also like a takeaway for anyone that's listening is that I was saying no to that i was really saying okay people come for intermittent fasting but let's give them meditation let's give them this and let's give them that and i wasn't really listening to the customer and only actually after half a year i decided to i said that okay that's it you know what let's just focus on intermittent fasting only so it kind of came so long story short um we just i just started by doing something that I felt okay I have my passion for this I I hear this is possible to do you know blogging maybe trying to do some challenges so that people can join you and then really listening to Mm -hmm. what people are responding why are they coming to you what feedback they're giving and trying to create a product or service around that 
Yeah. And I love it. I love that you gave your, yourselves permission to really experiment because I think so many times this happened to me. Like when I first got in business, people are like, well, you need to do this and that's it. And I tried some of those things on, like you tried on the blog, you tried on other things and they just really didn't work for me or they were successful, but I just didn't like doing it every day. And so I think it's so important, especially when you're just starting out to try different things and to see what works until you hit that group. Mm -hmm. Yes, but I know how difficult it is to actually just experiment and you have on one way, you have so many opportunities. And on the other hand, you just don't know where to start because <laughs> mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, there's a lot, but you don't really know what is out there. Yeah. But it's really, you know, just start doing something that you maybe know how to do today and mm-hmm. expand on that, expand on that. Yeah. And so now what have you, what have you found that you're really doing on a consistent basis? Like what has that morphed into? Mm-hmm. So today, as I said, like I'm in this period when I'm exploring more opportunities and mm-hmm. I actually gave myself this permission just a couple of weeks ago, I posted on my social media that, Hey, you know, I'm looking for new opportunities. So my doors are open. If you have something, um, just come up or if you're looking for a partner to for a new project so I'm allowing myself more time probably mm-hmm. but what I'm really doing of course what and what I've always done and what has helped me is working on your personal brand yeah. so that is you know finding a channel where you have followers and for me that's always been Instagram I just loved it and just trying to be consistent there. Mm-hmm. Also, newsletter, if you start growing your subscribers, even if it's just a couple of, I don't know, a couple of people, but you know, just like consistently find a channel where you can grow your personal brand. Yeah. So I think personal brand is key at the moment and uh, it will be with you whatever you do. So maybe you start blogging and I still have people coming to me and even like signing up to be my clients. And they say, well, I found you there and there because you were sharing something about, I don't know, maybe yoga that I was, uh, or sports that I was following. And they liked me for who I am. So they followed my journey. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe my offer that I had back then, something related to weight loss didn't appear to them, but now I can help them start a business and they sign up to work with me because they have that trust. We've built it over years. So if you don't know what to start with, I always say my client, start with your personal brand. And we all have a brand. I love saying Mm -hmm. that how people sometimes think, but I don't have a brand. Yes, we all have a brand. We just need to strengthen it. Pick up a couple of topics that you are about, right? Mm -hmm. Be it personal development, be it entrepreneurship, be it healthy lifestyle, be it sport and expand on those. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is that some, some people who say like, oh, well, I don't have a personal brand. Like people know you for certain things. And I think what's so interesting is that sometimes people 
are reluctant to step into that. They're reluctant to be like, I am about this. So how would somebody go about doing that if they've never had experience building a personal brand? Mm -hmm. I always say start with, of course, a a little bit of brainstorming. Sit Mm -hmm. down, find your, I recommend finding your four to five pillars, like the main topics that I mentioned earlier that you are about, that maybe, Mm -hmm. like you, Sarah, said, that people come to you asking for questions, topics that you like sharing about, write Mm -hmm. them down, and underneath each of the pillar, write down topics that you could share. Why is it helpful? Because it will allow you to have a proof that you actually know a lot about the topic, Mm -hmm. that you can share about the topic, and at the same time, it will allow you, it will serve as a content plan you know when you lack of ideas when you sit there oh I want to start sharing something but I don't know what you go back to that document you have a look and you have a loads of ideas to talk about so that's the first thing the second thing is of course trying because Mm -hmm. even me um, I noticed that if I'm away from social media be it just a couple of days it's already very difficult to pick it up and start sharing. I'm talking mm-hmm. stories in, in particular because it feels like, oh, but, you know, when you're sharing every day, it's kind of, it just keeps continuing. It's a habit. It's also like you're telling a story. As soon as you yeah. stop, you're like, oh, where do I start? So we all have that. I have that. A lot of my clients have that. So you just need to start. And people would say, oh, but I don't have any followers. But that's great. That's actually amazing. That's where you want to be because this is a perfect place for you to experiment. And once you then get a lot of followers, you know, people that will convert to your clients, that's when you're already into habit of sharing. That's when you learn, when you learn what people like and you found your own voice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so pivotal, like so critical, actually, that you become authentic in your own voice rather than try and, you know, duplicate what other people are doing. And I think that's hard to do when you first start off with in business. So you work with a lot of entrepreneurial moms. How how do you help them to balance all the things, you know, the kids, the groceries, the everything that goes along with running a household and all that stuff and run a business? Mm-hmm. I tell them to give uh, yourself permission (laughs) to not be perfect, to not Mm -hmm. to try be perfect or pick up all the toys uh, everywhere because after five minutes, they're going to be there again Um, and ask for support. That's crucial from your partners, from your family, or maybe you can Mm -hmm. hire support. So especially, you know, because I work with a lot of women that are still in the corporate job. Usually what we end up doing as moms in particular, like, or if you have families, you're a little bit more afraid to, you know, leave your corporate, the safety of that, the salary, and mm-hmm. go on and start something new because you don't have really that. It's difficult to allow yourself to do that because yeah. you have a lot of responsibility. So then we usually calculate and we say, okay, look, now if you're working on your own business, maybe you can allocate one day or a couple of hours every day and think of, okay, how much would it cost you to get 
health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course you have to cut on something, but just look, okay, maybe you can get help like a nanny or help with your kids or somebody else. And it will cost you less money than cutting off your job. Right. Because mm-hmm. the how much you earn an hour is higher, and and then have a look. Okay, where can you put those hours? So don't think that you have to do everything. Yeah, that you can get support, and uh, we all should get support. And actually, what I notice is that so I work with both moms and women that don't have kids yet. So the main difference is actually that moms they know the time pressure so actually most cases they even more effective when they get to work you know the two hours for them could mean four hours for somebody else because we're just so focused we know okay now we have to do this and that and that and we don't waste the time yeah but also it's very different seasons so I would have some people that come to my world that just got babies and in the beginning they think oh now I have this opportunity to start something new what they don't realize that it is really challenging for you in the beginning when you get a baby Mm -hmm. and you don't have that much time so what I tell them at that point is use this time you know when you breastfeeding when you're going for a walk just listen to podcasts just Start surrounding yourself with more entrepreneurial people, be it in real life or through podcasts, just like review, right? Or uh, following certain people, listening to different courses, just like passively learning. Mm -hmm. And that already will open your eyes. It will give you more opportunities. You will start seeing, okay, what is it that I can do? And then once after a year or two, when it gets easier with the baby, you will already have so much baggage that's when you know you can start yeah so that's at least the model that I've seen has been working a lot for most of the new moms yeah I love it and I think one of the things that happens is that we think that we need to have everything all figured out before we start so I love that you guys took this leap of courage like how did you like, did you give yourself a safety net? Like, how did you decide, like, now's the time to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with uh, with me, we looked into, okay, we had a uh, savings for six months. Mm-hmm. That's also the time we took. And I did take a safety, I had a safety net in terms of I gave my job. I worked at Accenture, so that's like a consulting firm at that time. And I took a leave of absence. That was six Mm -hmm. months. That meant that in six months, I can come back and I will have my job back. So that gave me safety. Though I remember the last couple of months we went Bali and actually the, uh, we were running really low on money and I knew I have to come back to my job in January. And that maybe was November and I was thinking, and I was crying. I don't want to come back. I don't want to go back to to that life. Uh, What are we going to do? And we have no money because, you know, in the beginning, the first six months, we were just investing a lot and we were not making anything. We're still like finding ourselves. And even though we started getting a lot of traffic to our site, I was like, um, it was still not monetized. So it's like really crying. Um, 
But I did come back to my job in January, but then I made a decision that I'm just going to come back. And in Switzerland, we have I know, it's a luxury nod, but uh, we have notice period that is two months. So basically, I came back and I gave uh, my notice immediately. So that gave me another two months to earn some salary. I knew already I'm leaving. So it was easier to meet. My company also knew I'm leaving. So it wouldn't give me probably that much job. So. It worked out fine. And in that those months, what we started doing is, I said, like our, our affiliate marketing site that it turned into now and the, the whole intermittent fasting platform, it was not monetized. We were getting a lot, of follower, uh, a lot of followers, a lot of people into our site, but we didn't charge them anything. So, but we realized, okay, we did quite well with search engine optimization. We got a lot yeah. of people here through our doors. And I believe a lot of other people could benefit from this service. So then we said, okay, let's in the meantime, while we figure out, let's start selling it as a service. So that's how our agency was born. Because oh my we gosh, really need I love cash. It. Yeah. And we and we really need we in the point, you know, we're back to Switzerland January. Switzerland is expensive. And we said, we need to make money fast. How do we do that? What do we know well? Well, that worked, SEO marketing. Yeah. And um, so with the agency, basically, I looked up all the co-working spaces in Switzerland and I just pitched myself and said, guys, I'm going to gonna give you a free workshop for your community. And you just have to give us like one hour and space. And uh, many of them said yes. We, we were able to do that for free for their communities. And that's how we started spreading the word that we are SEO people. Oh, I love it. And then you've done quite well since then. Yeah, then it started rolling, you know, I always say. But always, I say in the beginning, it's important to turn to your network, to turn mm -hmm. to real people, not like yeah. as in, in real life connections. And then from there, you can start growing and expanding. I love it. And I love your story, how you tried on a lot of different things. You took that leap of faith. You tried on different things and it worked out in the end, but it may not have worked out the way you initially thought it was going to work out. And I think that takes such bold action, but also courage along the way to change it up and to really figure out what's going to work for you mm -hmm. and ultimately to give you that freedom that you're looking for. Yeah, I think it's important just to have, and even today, I don't know, as I said, I'm looking for new opportunities. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm still mentoring a client to, to start their own business and um, working on the agency. But I'm also looking for something new, something different. Mm -hmm. And here, I don't know. So it's important to have a bigger goal. Like, okay, yeah. what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Where do you want to be in five years? Don't say that, okay, I want to be leading this and this company or I want to be a coach or I want to be, uh, um, I want to have a brand uh, mm -hmm. that sells glasses. You know, yeah. that's really difficult to know today, but just start thinking with, okay, where do you want to live? Do you want to live in Bali or do you want to, you know, have a, a house in, in Chicago and just be able yeah. to support your family. Uh, how is that lifestyle that you want to have, right? Do you want to work every day? Do you want to just work part-time? Start with 
little things like that. And uh, then, you know, you have a vision, you have something to look forward, have something to manifest forward. And uh, then things, and just trust that things will fall mm-hmm. into your own prices. And I think it's so important to remember your why and where you're going, because it's easy to get frustrated when you're not there. But like you just mentioned, if you have all that written down and you have all that, your where your path, where you want it to go, it makes it easier to keep going when there are bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. Yes, the why is very, very important. And maybe you start to know yourself as well. And that exercise a week ago, I do this exercise with each of my clients when we start working together is your understanding your deep why so basically mm-hmm. say okay so why do you start this they tell you something then I said okay but why is that important for you and you just go like you keep going like seven layers eight layers why is that important for you yeah so you say oh, I want to have more money why is that important for you I want to support my family why do you want to support your family maybe it's yeah. something you know that you were not able to do as a kid and now it's important for you to so really dig down, go many layers deep down into what it is. And um, you might find amazing things that will be your deep why and will always be there. You know, when you have those moments, I had those moments. I remember when I launched my membership platform in Lithuania. And um, the beginning, it didn't went well. It didn't go well. I... Um, you know, I, I thought, okay, I'm gonna launch it. I'll have so many subscribers, and yes, that was not the case. And I had so many moments I just wanted to hide under my blanket and just mm-hmm. I want to disappear. But uh, these were the moments where I was thinking, okay, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing yeah. it for others because my deep why is to show other women that it's possible. We can be independent. We can also create a meaningful business that generates money it's not just men uh that can and because somehow somehow in my world it's always used to be that oh women yes they can create a business but it's more they're playing a business yeah it can't be really successful and i said no it's bigger than me you know so i have to get back to the world even if i only have um i don't know 15 subscribers today uh, and my goal was to have 30 it's okay yeah I'm, I'm, I'm helping already 15 people right so yeah I love it well I really appreciate you sharing your story today if somebody wanted to work with you or reach out how could they do that and then what could they expect so the best way to find me is probably on Instagram mm-hmm. I share my stories daily from my life my ups and downs and that is on Dovele Sinke. It's pretty, pretty difficult to pronounce. So uh, I guess in the show I'll notes. link it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. You can also find me. I have a website and there you will find links to my mentoring program that I offer and also to my agency. If you want more support on getting, you know, being visible on Google. So that's what my agency do. And personally, I do coach women that want to start a business or they want to grow their service-based business. So I mainly work with uh, coaches or people that are starting agencies just like I did myself. I love it. 
I absolutely love your story. And I want to thank you for being so candid and honest that it wasn't all roses and butterflies and an easy path, because I think we need to know when we're going out and doing something new that it's not always easy. And other people do struggle when we make everything look so perfect on Instagram. It doesn't help the rest of us. So I appreciate you being so candid and honest. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I think we always think that there's overnight success. That person made it. But if you dig deeper, it's only the tip of the iceberg, right? There is so much underneath it. And we usually tend to forget it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So thank you for the reminder. And all right, bold gold crushers, it is time to get out there and crush your goals and everything that gets in the way so you don't have to work double time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.